In May 2013, the newly graduated students of Maitripa College in Portland, Oregon, watched as their commencement speaker took the stage. It was His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, wrapped in a long robe. The Dalai Lama spoke about how Buddhist teachings categorize unexplained events. According to him, the first category is called evident phenomena. These are events that can be observed and measured because they can be felt by one or more of the five senses. The second category is hidden phenomena. We can't physically sense these episodes, but we can infer they exist through observation or measurement. For example, gravity or magnetism. The third category is extremely hidden phenomena. These cannot be measured at all, neither directly nor indirectly. The only evidence we can ever have is through our own first-person experience or by hearing someone else's eyewitness account. The Dalai Lama directly referenced another man on the graduation stage, renowned neurosurgeon Dr. Eben Alexander. The physician was there to discuss his experience with an extremely hidden phenomena, near-death experiences. In 2008, Alexander went into a seven-day coma, and when he awoke, he claimed he'd traveled to heaven. The Dalai Lama finished his speech with a call to action. In the case of extremely hidden phenomena like Dr. Alexander's NDE, our human duty is to investigate. Because if we find quantifiable evidence for NDEs, then we can prove the existence of heaven itself. Welcome to Unexplained Mysteries, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm your host, Molly. And I'm your host, Richard. In life, there's so much we don't know, but in this show, we don't take we don't know for an answer. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we investigate the greatest mysteries of history and life on Earth. You can find episodes of Unexplained Mysteries and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is our second episode on near-death experiences, or NDEs. As the name suggests, these rare occurrences are most often reported by individuals who have survived the brink of death. Many NDE reports include out-of-body experiences, interactions with dead relatives, and seeing a tunnel of light that leads to another plane of existence. Last time, we explored well-known cases of NDEs, such as the story of Anita Morjani. In 2006, her miraculous near-death experience inspired her to write a New York Times best-selling book about how her spiritual journey helped her beat cancer. This time, we'll try to determine whether NDEs are the brain's natural response to extreme trauma or proof that our souls outlive our bodies. We have all that and more coming up. Stay with us. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details.
there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Accounts of near-death experiences can be polarizing. NDEs most often happen while people are unconscious, so researchers are incredibly limited in what they can actually measure. They must rely on human testimony to fill in what's actually happening. In other words, NDEs exist near the intersection of two seemingly contradictory ideas, science and faith. Which is why, after a neurosurgeon reported an NDE, it became central to the conversation. In 1988, Dr. Eben Alexander began his career in Boston at one of the most prestigious hospitals in the country, Brigham and Women's. While working as a neurosurgeon, Dr. Alexander simultaneously taught at his father's alma mater, Harvard Medical School. In both institutions, he had access to some of the most cutting-edge medical technology in the world. Soon, Dr. Alexander became an expert in a non-invasive surgical treatment called stereotactic radiosurgery, a procedure that uses targeted radiation to address medical abnormalities in the brain. It can even eliminate tumors without needing to open the skull. In his own practice, Dr. Alexander used stereotactic radiosurgery to treat cancer, epilepsy, misfiring nerves, and tangled blood vessels. And for nearly a decade in the field of medicine, his star was on the rise. Until 2001, when an elderly woman from Arizona, whom we'll call Rose, contacted him to remove a benign tumor in her brain. Dr. Alexander was one of the few surgeons in the country capable of performing the procedure. So Rose flew from Arizona all the way to Boston. But she didn't receive the treatment that she expected. When Rose arrived at the hospital, orderlies placed her in a wheelchair and brought her into the operation room. Apparently, no one spoke to her or explained what was happening. After doctors strapped her head into a device, rendering it immobile, Rose demanded to meet Dr. Eben Alexander. She was about to go under, and he had yet to introduce himself. Mere minutes before the operation began, Dr. Alexander stepped in front of her, said hello, and assured her that she was in good hands. Then, she drifted into unconsciousness, and the surgery began. When Rose woke up in the ICU, she couldn't move the left side of her face. Dr. Alexander never warned her about the risks associated with her surgery. And though he'd successfully eliminated her tumor, half of her face was now permanently paralyzed. Ultimately, Rose filed a lawsuit. 
Her lawyers asked to see the paperwork she'd signed before entering surgery. But apparently, Dr. Alexander could only produce a single sheet of paper. It didn't even have Rose's signature on it. Apparently, Dr. Alexander had misplaced a number of her forms. The case was eventually settled out of court. Shortly after, Brigham and Women's fired Dr. Alexander from their roster. Administrators have not stated whether or not the dismissal was related to the lawsuit. Either way, Dr. Alexander moved on to work for UMass Memorial Medical Center, located in Worcester, Massachusetts, where apparently his careless behavior continued. During one operation, Dr. Alexander reportedly left a small piece of plastic inside a woman's neck. In addition to the pain this caused her, she needed another intensive surgery to have it removed. Then, in August 2003, UMass suspended Dr. Alexander for an error made during an operation on another patient's brainstem. The specific details surrounding these punitive measures remain confidential. By early 2007, Dr. Alexander relocated to Lynchburg, Virginia, and began work as a staff surgeon at Lynchburg General Hospital. But his lack of professionalism and care continued. On March 1st, a 54-year-old farmer, whom we'll call George, arrived at Lynchburg, complaining about a pain in his neck and upper arm. Dr. Alexander recommended a spinal decompression surgery. This involved fusing George's fifth and sixth vertebrae together. But during the actual procedure, Dr. Alexander fused the wrong vertebrae together. He didn't even realize his mistake until weeks later, during George's follow-up appointment. At which point, he decided to withhold the information entirely. In fact, Dr. Alexander then went back and altered the surgical documentation to make it seem like he'd done nothing wrong. Months passed before, in October 2007, Dr. Alexander told George about the mistake. He offered to perform a corrective surgery for free, but shortly after, Lynchburg General Hospital suspended him. In August 2008, almost one year later, George filed a $3 million lawsuit against Dr. Alexander, accusing him of negligence, battery, fraud, and altering a legal document. When asked why he didn't immediately tell the farmer about the botched surgery, Dr. Alexander claimed he was interested in the post-operative improvements George made. He claimed he wanted to study the transformative power of the placebo effect. But before Dr. Alexander gave his first deposition, his own health took a turn for the worse. It started as a simple headache. But by the morning of November 10, 2008, the pain in Dr. Alexander's head was unrelenting. Escherichia coli, otherwise known as E. coli, had invaded the lining of his central nervous system. The bacteria was now surrounding his brain and spinal cord. As Dr. Alexander's immune system released white blood cells to fight off the attack, his brain swelled with fluid. By the time Dr. Alexander arrived at the ER, he was completely incoherent, and his body spasmed out of control. As his health hit rock bottom, his life apparently changed forever. Dr. Eben Alexander had a near-death experience. Coming up, 
Dr. Alexander claims heaven is real. Listeners, this month marks 60 years since John F. Kennedy became the 35th president of the United States, ushering his already prominent family into the highest enclaves of political power. But behind their storied successes lie secrets and scandals so severe, if it were any other lineage, they would have been left in ruin. This January, to commemorate this iconic milestone, dig into the dramas of a real-life American dynasty in the Spotify original from Parcast, The Kennedys. Crime, history, mystery. This exclusive series from Spotify features your favorite Parcast hosts, including me, examining one of the world's most formidable families from all angles. Whether it's assassinations and conspiracies, corruption and cover-ups, international affairs, and extramarital ones, too, discover all of the Kennedy family's most controversial moments, all in one place. You can binge all 12 episodes of this limited series starting on Tuesday, January 19th. Follow The Kennedys free and exclusively on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now back to the story. On November 10th, 2008, paramedics rushed Dr. Eben Alexander to the hospital with a severe case of bacterial meningitis. E. coli was attacking his brain and central nervous system. As doctors fought to save his life, his body went into a coma. Six days later, he woke up. But while unconscious, he claimed he'd experienced something miraculous. As he teetered between life and death, he caught a glimpse of heaven. Dr. Alexander described floating over a green countryside on the wings of a giant butterfly. A beautiful woman rode the insect with him as sentient orbs of light floated above them. According to Dr. Alexander, he suspected these were angels. The butterfly drifted towards a black void where a singular light glowed in the center. The longer the flight lasted, the more Dr. Alexander became aware of everything. Awash in a warm, loving light, Dr. Alexander felt blessed with omniscience, and he understood the comforting glow was God, and that he and God were a shared being. According to Dr. Alexander, in this state, he knew the answers to life's greatest mysteries, including the origins of humanity and the meaning of life. Then, as quickly as he'd become graced with omniscience, he began to float downward, away from God. He descended into a brown muck. And there, in the mud, Dr. Alexander saw the blurry faces of doctors in an operating room. Soon enough, he was back on Earth. At first, Dr. Alexander felt confused, lying on a starched hospital mattress. He experienced what's commonly referred to as ICU psychosis, 
In the days after his traumatic medical procedures, he frequently hallucinated and had difficulty forming coherent thoughts. In time, however, he made a full recovery. And after believing he'd seen heaven, Dr. Alexander became a changed man. While poring over books about NDEs, he found a story about a little girl who claimed to have encountered a deceased sibling whom she'd never met in life. This, in particular, struck a chord with Dr. Alexander. Dr. Alexander was adopted, and though he'd never met his biological siblings, his birth parents once sent him a photo of his biological sister. They, too, had never met before she passed. The story prompted Dr. Alexander to look for that picture of his sister again. When he found it, he realized that his sister was the woman he'd seen on the butterfly. Like the little girl he'd read about, his near-death experience reunited him with a long-lost sibling. Today, most scientists agree that prior to dying, something likely happens inside the brain. It's just unclear what. In 2013, researchers at the University of Michigan induced cardiac arrest in a number of rats and monitored their brain's reactions. Within 30 seconds, many experienced a significant uptick in activity, apparent flares of consciousness. In other words, in the moments directly preceding death, when their brain should theoretically be shutting down, researchers saw a burst in neurological transmissions. Different parts of the rat's brains were in explosive communication with each other, all at the same time. Though interesting, the study was inconclusive. We can't know what the rats saw or experienced during this time. Some would suggest the researchers might have been witnessing an NDE, but not everyone is so convinced. Most skeptics claim that all accounts of NDEs, including Dr. Alexander's, are actually hallucinations. They're the result of oxygen loss, killing brain cells and causing confusion, disorientation, and visions. Similarly, they allege that the bright light at the end of the tunnel, often reported by NDE survivors, is actually a relatively common side effect known as tunnel vision. This happens when the eyes don't receive proper amounts of oxygen. As for out-of-body experiences, skeptics claim these are the result of the brain wires getting crossed. While under immense stress, the brain misreads sensory information, causing the sensation of consciously floating above one's body. But in 2012, Dr. Alexander published a book called Proof of Heaven, in which he refutes these claims. To this day, he insists that NDEs are much more than the imaginings of the human brain. Dr. Alexander pointed out that the E. coli attacking his body prompted a natural coma, as opposed to one that is medically induced. This detail remains critically important to his argument. To induce a coma, doctors typically use drugs that depress the central nervous system, like anesthetics or barbiturates. Once comatose, a patient's brain is essentially functionally asleep, but still technically conscious. In a natural coma, the brain is functionally dead and incapable of any activity at all. Therefore, Dr. Alexander shouldn't have been able to form any memories at all. He shouldn't have seen light, 
felt a butterfly, or sensed God. Unless he was truly experiencing something divine. Dr. Alexander's logic appears to be sound, and his account does seem to suggest that NDEs could be a real spiritual experience. But according to the doctors who treated him, his hypothesis is based on some questionable information. Dr. Laura Potter was the surgeon who operated on Dr. Alexander after he was admitted for meningitis. And she remembered the events outlined in his book much differently than he did. Dr. Potter claimed that in the state he was in, Dr. Alexander couldn't lay still enough for them to record his vitals. For his safety, she medically induced a coma and placed him on life support. In other words, Dr. Alexander's brain was never functionally dead, as he claimed. Dr. Potter also stated that when Dr. Alexander's body stabilized, she attempted to bring him out of his coma on a number of occasions. Each time, he would involuntarily thrash about. In Dr. Potter's expert medical opinion, these physical reactions proved that Dr. Alexander was conscious the entire time he had been in her care, albeit often delirious and confused. Now, Dr. Alexander hasn't publicly released his medical records, so we can't know for sure whose account is more accurate. But there are elements of Dr. Alexander's story that can be called into question. For example, the woman on the butterfly, whom he claimed was his dead sister. Now, it's unclear when he last saw her photo, but it would have been relatively easy for his brain to subconsciously recall her image and incorporate it into a dreamscape. Think of all the people who make appearances in your own dreams. Their presence in your mind doesn't mean they're real. And of course, prior to Dr. Alexander's reported NDE, we know he lied to cover up instances of malpractice. His history as an unreliable narrator should call into question his account. That said, Dr. Alexander has reportedly resolved all of his malpractice lawsuits and still maintains his medical license. So his interpretation of events isn't without some merit even if he may have an ulterior motive. After one year in circulation, Proof of Heaven sold more than two million copies in 35 countries around the world. Universal Pictures purchased the rights to the story. Almost overnight, Dr. Alexander went from being a disgraced surgeon to lecturing on daytime TV. He's been interviewed by Oprah, Dr. Oz, and Larry King, and his views have sparked some controversy. For example, in 2012, he appeared on the cable talk show Fox & Friends directly after the tragic Sandy Hook shooting. When asked whether or not the children who died would remember the tragedy, Dr. Alexander responded, Well, they will know what happened, but they will not feel the pain. They will feel the love and cherishing of their being back there, and they will know that they have changed this world. Statements like this speak to the heart of why reports of NDEs can be so divisive. Sure, Dr. Alexander claims that he survived death in order to spread the message of eternal love and the existence of an afterlife. He wants to give humanity hope. But many people worry that accounts of NDEs, especially those that ignore medical evidence, can give people false hope. And that 
can be incredibly dangerous. Coming up, we examine the power of positive thinking. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Now, back to the story. Dr. Eben Alexander is considered one of the foremost experts on near-death experiences. Much of his credibility stems from his career as a neurosurgeon. After all, it's his job to know what's happening in the human brain. But his checkered past, filled with malpractice and lies, has brought his claim into question. Especially since his NDE has ushered in a lucrative new chapter of his life. And he's not the only NDE survivor to capitalize off their claims. Last episode, we discussed Anita Morjani. Anita reportedly had a near-death experience in February 2006. Six years later, she wrote a best-selling book about her experience called Dying to Be Me. She then toured the world lecturing about its contents, making a controversial claim. As we discussed last time, for years prior to her NDE, Anita had declined chemotherapy treatment for her lymphoma. When she entered a coma in 2006, doctors administered chemo anyway in an effort to save her life. After this treatment, her tumors shrank and her cancer went into remission. But according to Anita, the doctor's efforts had little impact on her recovery. Instead, she attributed her renewed health to spirituality and the power of positive thinking. The majority of medical professionals consider this claim dangerous, as it encourages people to place their trust in faith instead of science. But in response to her critics, Anita claims she's less dangerous than a doctor who tells their patient they have a few months left to live. She argues they're taking away something that could be life-saving, hope. And she may not be entirely wrong. Dr. David Hamilton, a former pharmaceutical scientist, believes that non-traditional methods like positive thinking should be incorporated alongside conventional medicine. He believes there's enough evidence to suggest that the human mind can change how the brain functions and possibly how it heals. One example of this is the placebo effect, a well-known phenomenon in which the intended effects of a medicine are felt even though a patient unwittingly takes a fake alternative. For instance, a doctor hands a group of people a sugar pill, but says it's a new medicine meant to stimulate cognitive function. 
Though the pill should not physiologically alter anyone in any significant way, participants report increased heart rates and reaction times. Later, when given the exact same pill and told it's a sedative, participants report feeling more relaxed. The brain effectively creates its own expectations. Dr. Hamilton believes the placebo effect is an example of medical phenomenon known as neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity is essentially the brain's ability to reorganize neurological pathways based on new experiences and habits. For example, in a 2004 study, the University of Regensburg in Germany monitored a number of subjects as they learned to juggle three balls over the course of three months. As they formed this new skill, MRI scans showed growth in the regions of their brain responsible for processing visual movement. And since this is the case, Dr. Hamilton believes neuroplasticity could have serious medical applications. Perhaps making a habit out of optimism or positivity can rewire the brain to be better equipped at healing itself. And Dr. Hamilton's not alone. A growing number of medical professionals are incorporating physiological practices alongside treatments like chemotherapy. But no medical professional would ever suggest that positive thinking could replace peer-reviewed medicine. And many would argue that Anita Morjani's claims ignore the reality that she may be offering people false hope. Like Dr. Alexander, she insists her NDE provided proof of another spiritual plane of existence. But as the Dalai Lama once said in a 2013 commencement speech, all claims of NDEs should be investigated thoroughly to make sure the person doesn't have a motivation to lie. Given the financial and career opportunities their NDEs provided, we can certainly say that both Anita and Dr. Alexander had motivation to lie. And they wouldn't be the first. In 2004, six-year-old Alex Malarkey and his father got into a terrible car accident. The crash injured Alex's neck and spine, causing paralysis in all four of his limbs, and he spent the next two months in a medically induced coma. When he woke, he apparently claimed he'd visited heaven. Included in his account were angels with wings growing out of their backs, the devil, white tunnels of light, he even apparently spoke to Jesus Christ. In 2010, roughly six years later, a 12-year-old Alex and his father sat down to write a book about the experience titled The Boy Who Came Back from Heaven. It became an international bestseller, later adapted into a made-for-television movie. Then, in January 2015, a 16-year-old Alex admitted that he and his father fabricated the story to capitalize on the accident. And Alex likely hasn't been the only one to knowingly capitalize on false NDE narratives. In 1998, a Protestant Christian man named Bill Weiss claimed to have a near-death experience. But instead of going to heaven on his journey, he claimed he went straight to hell. In his book, 23 Minutes in Hell, Weiss alleges that he left his body while conscious in the middle of the night. He wasn't suffering from any health complications. He wasn't in a coma. 
Around 3 a.m., he woke up, went to the kitchen to pour himself a glass of water, and suddenly found himself locked in a tiny jail cell in the fiery pits of hell. His cellmates were apparently two enormous beasts that spoke a language he couldn't understand. He could hear the screams and lamentations of the billions of people damned to spend an eternity in hell. And he also claims he met Jesus, who told him to spread the message that hell was real. Weiss woke up writhing and screaming on his living room floor. He later published several books about his experience and spent seven years traveling the country sharing his story. In 2000, Weiss and his wife began Soul Choice Ministries with the mission of bringing one billion souls to Jesus Christ and restoring a reverential fear of God in the Protestant Church. Given the extent of his claims, it seems likely that Weiss fabricated his journey to hell to support an agenda. Either that, or he had a particularly vivid nightmare. Nobody can deny that Dr. Alexander and Anita Morjani survived the brink of death. But it's worth questioning what caused their experience. Did their soul receive a glimpse into the afterlife? Or did a chemical reaction to physical trauma simply convince them that they did? No matter what side of the fence you sit on, NDEs pose interesting questions about the nature of life and life after death. And unfortunately, we may never find answers, not until we take our final breath. Until then, it's up to you to choose what and who to believe. Thanks again for tuning in to Unexplained Mysteries. For more information on near-death experiences, amongst the many sources we used, we found Anita Morjani's book, Dying to Be Me, and Erasing Death by Sam Parnia, MD, extremely helpful to our research. You can also check out Anita Morjani's TED Talk on YouTube for even more information about her experience. You can find all episodes of Unexplained Mysteries and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. See you next time. And remember, never take we don't know for an answer. Unexplained Mysteries is a Spotify original from Parcast. Executive producers include Max and Ron Cutler. Sound design by Dick Schroeder, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Freddie Beckley. This episode of Unexplained Mysteries was written by Matt McGregor, with writing assistance by Molly Quinlan and Connor Sampson. Fact-checking by Cara Mackerline, and research by Bradley Klein. Unexplained Mysteries stars Molly Brandenburg and Richard Rosner. Fact, fiction, fame. Discover the real story behind one of history's most formidable families in the Spotify original from Parcast, The Kennedys. Remember, you can binge all 12 episodes starting on Tuesday, January 19th. Listen free and exclusively on Spotify.